This is Joe. And this is Nat. And you're listening to the Getting Better with Age podcast, the show that helps you navigate midlife challenges and turn them into opportunities to grow and evolve into a happier, healthier, and more empowered you. And remember, getting older doesn't mean that the best years have to be behind you. We believe, like a fine wine, you and your life can get better with age. And we're here to show you exactly how to do that. So grab a glass of vino, kick off your shoes, and join us in discovering how to make the next chapter of your life the best one yet. Hello, everyone. It is Joe. And it's Nat. And welcome back to another episode of Getting Better with Age. How you doing, wifey? I'm doing good. Good We got a good one today. Oh, I know. I'm excited. You know what we're going to talk about today? Today, we're going to talk about owning your shit, the power of owning your shit, And giving yourself permission to suck. So I want to start off with the second one, giving yourself permission to suck. Why is this an important topic, Wifey? Well, it's important because nobody's perfect. You're going to mess up. You're going to not be your best. It's just a part of life. So you have to give yourself some grace and literally give yourself permission to suck. It's okay. So let me ask you a question. Yeah. When you were born... Did you get an owner's manual for your life? (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't get an instruction manual, owner's manual, a guidebook, or anything to how to get through this crazy thing called life. I did not. Why did you? No, either did I. (laughs) Damn it. I missed that one. I'm I'm searching for someone who did. Did they like stop that after like 1960? I don't know. Maybe (laughs) our generation. who, Who knows? But, you know, so if you're listening and you didn't get an owner's manual or an instruction manual with your life, This is why we say you have to give yourself permission to suck. And when we do that, we say that playfully because, you know, one of the things we espouse is enjoying life and trying to make the best of it because life can be crazy. Life can can suck. Really? (laughs) So if you can learn to give yourself grace and give yourself permission to suck, it's like really, really, really important. I see so many individuals who are just so hard on themselves And I get it. You know, we all want to be our best and, you know, and we want to be perfect. And, you know, especially if you grew up with parents, you know, where you had to get perfect grades or you had to be a certain way in order to get their love and acceptance. You know, that's Mm -hmm. that's so common. We see that all the time. But very often, you know, our parents stuff get projected onto us. And if we're not conscious, we're not aware, we we don't do the work, we take it on. And then we go through this life with like this perfectionism attitude. Like, you know, everything's got, I got to look great. I've got to be great. I've got to do everything great. And it just creates this overwhelming amount of unrealistic pressure and stress that, you know, causes (laughs) the stress that cause people to go through life. And I think that's what, why people struggle with, you know, you know, keeping up with the Joneses is because, you know, I've got to be a certain way. And what we're here to say and what we espouse is just just be you. And being you means you're going to make mistakes. You're going to fall down. You're going to do some stupid shit. In life. But if you can learn from it and you can grow and you can evolve and become a better version of you, and that's what we believe life is all about, yeah. is just continuing to grow and evolve and become a better smarter, more intelligent, more powerful, more loving, like the real you. I believe we believe that's what literally believes what literally leads to life getting better with age. Right. So why are we starting with this? Well, what's the big segue? 
The big segue. I don't know. You're lost me here. Is there is there something I'm missing? That was supposed to be the segue. Oh, okay. So you want to go into the second part? Okay. So see, we're still learning, right? It's you know, you know me. If you want me to go to say shut up and let's go to the second part. All right, let's go. All right. So yes, now we're going to take a deep leap into you know giving um, the power of owning your shit, right? Because once you can give yourself permission to suck and realize, you know what? I did some stupid things. I made some mistakes. You know, I married that jerk. I stayed with that jerk. Um, I did you know, some things that, you know, I'm not proud, proud of. of, you know, then you can get back into, you know, the power of owning your shit. So let's talk about that. So literally, what is the power of owning your shit? What does owning your shit mean? Owning your shit means taking responsibility for your life. Plain and simple. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and, and you know me, I'm one of those people I'd love to dissect things. If you look at the word responsibility and you break it down, it's really two words, right? It's ability and response, response and ability. So it literally is your ability to respond to life and what's going on in your life. And that's where we say there's power in owning your shit. There's power in your response in taking responsibility. Mm -hmm. Now, I know there are going to be some individuals go, yeah, but you guys don't understand what happened to me. You don't understand what my parents did, what my ex did, what my third grade teacher did. Look, we're not saying people get a pass who have done some really shitty things for you. That's their job to take responsibility to learn and grow. And sadly, some of those individuals will never take responsibility because right. there's a lot of power for some people in not taking responsibility and blaming other people. But if you look at most of those people, they're really not happy. No. They're not fulfilled and they're definitely not going to die with a smile on their face and a full and grateful heart. So, you know, I always say release people with love, let them go on their journey. And life's a bitch because there's something called karma. Karma. <laughs> and so, <laughs> you know, I see it happen all the time is that what comes around goes around. It might not happen today. It might not happen tomorrow, but it might happen, you know, five years from now or maybe longer. So let's get back into taking responsibility. Mm -hmm. Why is that so important? It's important because in order to grow, you have to learn from your mistakes. What good is going through life and not learning as you go along? What good is making mistakes and ignoring it and just doing the same thing over and over again? Yeah, and, and I believe this is my truth. There's no such thing as a mistake. It's an expensive learning lesson. Well, that too. <laughs> And a lot of us have had many expensive <laughs> learning lessons, um, some financially, some emotionally, some spiritually, in, some physically in, in a health capacity. But again, we have this divine power within us to learn, to grow, to evolve, to become better, better individuals. And if you're not taking responsibility, now you're not going to learn. You're not going to grow. You're going right. to get caught up in the energy of being a victim, victim. and making other people responsible for your life and the circumstances in it. And that's why, you know, we want to talk about this is because, you know, the power of owning your shit is taking responsibility for the role that you played. Right. I'm going to say that again. It's taking responsibility for the role that you played. So let's use that in the context of a relationship. Okay. So let's look at it this way. You're in a relationship with somebody, this person seems nice in the beginning. You're dating for a while, you know, it, but, he just is not making you a priority, let's say. And he keeps blowing you off. He keeps 
doing other things, making excuses. But he tells you he loves you. But he tells right. <laughs> he tells you you're important. He tells you he loves you. Important. I want a relationship with you. Yet he's not showing you that. But you sit there and you say, "Oh, it's okay. He's gonna. I know he loves me. He, he's gonna change. He's gonna see what a wonderful. He's gonna want to be with me more." Yet he still doesn't. But you continue to stay. Now a year passed, two years pass, and things are still the same. Status quo. He's still not making you a priority. He's not, and he's saying he loves you, but is he really showing it? Down the road comes, doesn't work out. He leaves you, and now you're like, I can't believe he did this to me. Why did he do this to me? Oh, my God. He said he loved me. He strung me along. He strung me along. He wasn't being honest. But. Were there signs that you missed? Big signs. Were there a lot of signs for two years that you missed? Yes or no? No. Now, again, (laughs) that's where you need to see that as an expensive learning lesson. Mm -hmm. You need to take responsibility. So, you know, I'm a big believer in stories make a great impact. And that's why we share a lot of stories. So, you know, we want to be very transparent. You know, uh, most of you know that I was engaged before I met this wonderful, amazing woman. And I stayed with that woman for three years longer than I should have looking back on it. And she was very dishonest, not in a mean way, not in a way that she lacked integrity. She couldn't be honest because she had stuff that she wasn't looking at. And I thought that if I just loved her and supported her, things would turn around and ultimately we would live happily ever after. And then ultimately I realized 28 days before that that wasn't going to happen. And we called off the wedding. From the moment we called off the wedding, I never blamed her, mm-hmm. okay? Because I took 100% responsibility for the role that I played in that relationship. She never, ever put a gun to me, to my head to say, you know, you need to stay. Don't leave me, okay? I stayed because I thought I was doing the right thing. I thought when you love someone, you're supposed to sacrifice. You're supposed to be there for them and do all these things. And that was part of my expensive learning lesson that, you know what? No, love is a two-way street then that it's great to be there and love and support someone as long as they're doing the work to change and become the person that they say they want to be. And so this is why we're sharing this, because if you're listening to this, you've probably had a relationship where, you know, and I see this all the time and it drives me crazy, you know, especially for women who've been divorced. And it's like, you know, I spent 20 years with, with him and, and he lied to me and he was dishonest and all that. And I'm like, well, why did you stay 20 years? And very often they'll make excuses for it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at the Latin word excuse, it comes from excusa, which means to be at cause, right? So, and every time we're making an excuse, we're really ignoring the fact, ignoring the fact that we are being a cause to our problem. And as long as we are not owning our shit, yeah. then now it gives the X, it gives everybody else the power. But once you say, "Hey, you know what? I played a role in this." That's when things start to shape, start to change. That's where things start to shift. And you learn to see the role that you played in what's going on. Right. And that's not giving him a pass at all in any way, shape or form. But it's just saying there's kind of two sides to everything. And there's going to be things that, yes, you may have missed. You may have, you know, overlooked. And it, it's a matter of owning that and saying, yeah, you know what? I I didn't. I wasn't aware of this and I should have been, or 
you know, I stay too long or it's really like Joe said, uh, knowing what you, the role you played. Yeah. That doesn't make you wrong. Doesn't make you bad. But that's about, like I said before, that's how you learn. And that's how you grow. Yeah. And, and, and now you know, I'm not going to do that again. And, and that plays into giving yourself permission to suck. Like yeah. I look back at my ex and go, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> like, well, are you fucking kidding me? Like I did, like, it was almost like it was a different person. And I'm like, I can't believe that I put yeah. myself through that because, the, you know, you want to talk about the red flags. It, it was like the United Nations. Like there were so flags. many red flags flying, <laughs> but I ignored them. I made excuses. And again, she was telling me what I wanted to hear. And it was just enough that I was buying it because the truth is when I took responsibility, I didn't want to leave. I wasn't ready to leave. And so that was part of my journey. And I'm so grateful for that. Because, Do you know, you know why? Yes. Because of, <laughs> you know, my, my co-host here. <laughs> That's the main reason, because I have a wonderful um, podcast co-host. But no, <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, those of you who know me very much, I'm so grateful for my partner, for the love of my life. But more importantly, because I was able to learn from it, I was able to grow and I was able to see things differently going forward. And that's why taking response, that's why it's so powerful. And it, it, and I understand why. So let's talk about why don't let's, let's there's a great segue for you. There you go. See, <laughs> okay, see? But that, was, segues. That, that was beautiful. <laughs> so let's talk about why people don't own their shit. Oh, geez. Well, you know why? Because you're going to have to admit that you may be a little less than perfect. You're going to have to admit that maybe you were wrong or maybe you didn't. You just have to. And you have to be vulnerable. And that's scary. It's scary to admit that you were less than. Right. And it also you also have to may have to admit that it was your fault well, that you it. played a role in yeah. it. See, and you also have to understand human behavior. When we are blaming somebody or something, we give them the power and that makes us feel like, hey, it's not my yeah, fault. I had nothing to do with that. Now, if you really understand how the mind and ego work, it wants to do that. So that you can stay in a world that's familiar and comfortable. Mm -hmm. Because now, if you have to start to look at why you stayed with that asshole, now you're going to have to uncover things that you may not like mm -hmm. that are going to scare you. And so it's easier for you to stay in a world that is familiar and where you can blame other people. But right. that's where you lose your power. That's where you don't grow. You know, I just shared my story when I did my work after that relationship and I took responsibility because I'm like, well, what the fuck was I thinking? Like once I got out, I'm like, holy crap, are you kidding me? Like I stayed this long and I was almost willing to walk down the aisle. <laughs> and I'm like, and then when I really took a good look at it, it was because when my dad passed at 15, I lost a huge part of my life. The relationship I had with my dad in the 15 years was here was very strong. It was very loving and it was very enjoyable. We had a wonderful re father son relationship. He was my world. He was my rock. And so when he passed, there was a huge void in my life. So ultimately I wanted to get married and have a family of my own. And so here was this person who at the time wanted the same thing. So it's okay, let's go forward. Yeah. And so even though we wanted the same thing and we were good people, we weren't good for each other. And so I had to look at that and I had to take ownership and I had to get to the point where, you know, what? I don't care if I never have a child. I don't care if I never have a family. 
If it can't be with the right partner, then I don't want it. And I had to do that work and I had to come to that truth, truth and take responsibility. But once I did, I then became free to go to learn and go, okay, I got to make sure the next time I marry someone who wants to get married and has and wants to have a family, but who is the right partner for me. Right. And that taking responsibility was a complete game changer. And so, you know, if you're listening, again, this isn't to blame you. This isn't to make you wrong. But if you really want to have a better life, you want to make the next half the best half, you have to look at the areas of your life where you may not be taking responsibility, where you may not be owning your shit. And let's face it, in the world we live in today, mm. <laughs> it is so easy to blame other people for our shit. That's pretty much what the world does nowadays. Right. But again, that's giving our power away. Yep. You know, it's we, we live right outside of New York City and um, people commute all the time to back and forth to the city. And it, it amazes me that it usually takes most people an hour, an hour and a half to by the time they leave their house to the time they walk into their job. And some of these individuals will come home and it's like, I hate my job. I hate my boss. And I'm like, so let's get this straight. You're you're commuting roughly two to three hours a day to a job that you hate. And you're spending approximately 30, 40 hours now with, you know, pandemic things have changed, but you know, this was very common and and it still is for some individuals. And they're like, well, you know, that's just the way it is. You got to do what you got to do, you know, to pay the bills. And I'm like, fuck that. Like I'd rather live in a smaller house and love what I do and be happy. than." live a life where you're happy. You're, you know, I call it, you know, legalized prostitution. <laughs> you know, it's like you're literally allowing somebody to screw you for money. So it, it, if you think of it, it, it almost is like prostitution, but it's legal. right? <laughs> but, you know, life is so precious and we don't have to do things from a place of fear that we don't really want to do. Now, does that mean that everything is sunshine and rainbows and everything's going to be great? That you don't make sacrifices? No, but when you're choosing to and you're happy, that's the difference. When you when you choose to sacrifice, you feel good, right? Well, you know, everybody knows you fell down and broke your arms and and had shoulder <laughs> oh, surgery. Please, yes, right. In an eight month process. Right. <laughs> there was a lot of sacrificing that need to needed to be done on both sides, yeah. but we did it. Because that's what we wanted to do. And we felt good about it because it's that's how you love someone and, and it's who you want to be and you feel good about it. But when you're not doing it and you're then, okay, you're not owning your shit, right? That's when you create resentment. That's when you start to resent the other person, the search, the circumstances, the situation, whatever it may be. Right. And that's where the problems develop. And, you know, we had Martin on last week, you know, oh, talking, yeah. talking about, you know, dying happy. Like, you know, we say it all the time. That's really what it's about. It's dying with a smile on your face and a full and grateful heart. And you're going to get to the end. We're all going to get to the end. Life is undefeated. Nobody who's on this earth now is not going to die. Every one of of us is going to transition. But are we going to do it in a way where we look back and say, you know, I got no regrets. Okay. Yeah. I had some expensive learning lessons, but I did what I needed to do to learn. And I think even if things don't turn out the way we would like, we can look back and go, you know what? I did everything I could. And so I can still die happy. Right. So just think about that. Look at all the good that will come when you actually really think about it and you really own who you are and 
kind of where you came from in a sense. It's like, let's look at the past and it's like, what mistakes did I make? How could I have done better? What role did I play? And and learn from that and, and just continue to move forward and to grow and to not make the same mistakes again. So you do have the, so you, the second half of your life could be so amazing. It's like, you know, what can you learn from all this? Yeah. And, and I, I think we don't even have to go into a deep past unless you know, there's oh, something no. you need to I'm look just at. Saying. Yeah, yeah. Just see, where are you at yeah. now? You know, where, where am I not owning my shit? Yeah. You know, where am I not taking responsibility? You know, we get to that mid stage and a lot of us, you know, our bodies start to change, you know, we put on weight and it's like, well, that's just, you know, because I'm getting older. I know a lot of people who are, you know, our age who look great. Oh yeah. Okay. And it's not just genetics. They just do things differently. And so this is, is never about blaming, beating yourself up, comparing yourself. It's about being your true best self. Mm-hmm. And when you're being your true best self, then you put yourself out into the world to ultimately create the life that you desire and I'll hopefully get better with age because that's that's our goal. So anything else before we wrap it up? No, but really just think about it. I mean, I <laughs> there are a lot of things that I have done that I was afraid to take ownership of. But once I did, like, it was just so much better. And it's like so freeing. It's like, oh, okay. So now I know how to do better. Yeah. And I'm going to do better. And I am doing better. Right. And, and I think that's so key because for some people, like I've always been, for, for most of my life, like I've been able to own it. You, you know what? I suck. I was an asshole. You know, <laughs> we sat our boys down and say, look, guys, you know what? Daddy can be an asshole sometime. Right. So you have permission if daddy's an asshole to say, hey, dad, you're being an asshole, you know, because I want them to see that, you know what? I can take responsibility for it. I can own my stuff because, you know, in teaching them, you know, for those of you who have kids, like make your kids listen to this. Oh, yeah, I wish somebody, definitely. you know, taught me this when I was younger, but it's like taking responsibility for their life, for their actions, not blaming the teacher because they got a bad grade or the teacher's picking on them if they're doing shit they shouldn't be doing, if they weren't doing their homework. So it really is about being able to take responsibility. And for some of us, it's easier than others. Yeah. And if it's not easier for you, again, look at that. Why is it? Why isn't it easy for me? And there will be reasons for it, but they don't really matter. What matters is now I see how not taking responsibility, not owning my shit has cost me. And more importantly, how it's keeping me from growing, becoming who I really am and who I was created to be. But more importantly, from having the future and the life that I want going forward. Right. And the most important thing that we espouse probably on every podcast we do is, um, you know, that things happen for you, not to you. So anything that has happened to you in the past and that's part of understanding it, taking responsibility. It's like, understand how that happened for you and what good can come of it. Even if it doesn't seem like it's a good thing. Yeah. Go back and <laughs> look at that expensive. Oh, well, that, let's start that. Another great segue. Wow. Oh, see that? This is a segue. segue <laughs> so here'll be a homework. Cause you know, we often leave you with homework, right? Action steps. Yeah. So step out of your life as if you were an observer and look at your expensive learning lessons, look at the stuff that really triggers you. Like, you know, you know, I can't believe that bastard did this, or I can't believe we're doing this, or I can't believe this is happening, whatever it may be. Right. And then look and see what role did you play or are you playing right now in your unhappiness? Right. Because if you're giving that person the power, you're giving your ex, 
your parents, your kids, your neighbors, your boss, you're giving them the power, you are then making them responsible for your happiness. You are now powerless and you are not going to change and the future isn't going to get better. But if you can take responsibility and say, you know what, I'm making them responsible for my happiness. I'm choosing to stay in a relationship that sucks. I'm choosing to stay in a job that sucks, whatever it may be. I'm choosing not to confront my kids because I'm afraid that they're not going to love me, whatever it may be. That's where you're going to learn. That's where you're going to grow. So step out of your life as an observer and just look at those areas where you may suck, take responsibility, own your shit, and then see what you need to learn and change going forward so you can have a better half. Yeah. And just remember that it's okay. Nobody's perfect. Ever. (laughs) We are all perfectly imperfect. Exactly. And and we're designed for that. And and that'll be a podcast for another day. (laughs) So anything else before I wrap it up? Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of your day. And uh, we'll see you next week. All right. And we're going to segue to the end. So the end is, look, if this resonates with you, you know, please go ahead and like wherever you're watching this, whatever platform you're on. If you know someone that this can benefit and you know they're open to listening to it, you know, it may help them to just share. Hey, you know what? I was listening to this. I thought you might like it. Just share from your heart. And, you know, whatever platform, subscribe. And this way, every time we release an episode, you'll automatically receive it and be notified of it. And just know that we love and appreciate you for being here and allowing us to share our truth with you because this lights us up and this helps us live our mission of putting more love and light into the world. So- right. And if you ever have any questions about any episode, any anything that we say on any podcast, send us an email. Natalie at thelovementors.com or Joe at thelovementors.com. We'd love to hear from you. We're always open to answering your questions and to help you along on your journey. That's why we're here. That's it. All right. Peace out. Love and appreciate. We'll see you next time.